deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with... Wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother, Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Who are very smart, if I do say so myself. Welcome to How Did We Get Weird? So, Jonah, I was thinking about when we were younger and how we both ran cross-country, both in middle school and in high school. Yeah, I ran in middle school. I don't know who started first. Well, you definitely started first because I, I ran it because you were running it. And okay. you were actually a good runner and I was not. But as everyone knows, the thing about cross-country is you don't have to... Well, maybe not, not everyone knows this, but you don't have to be athletic to run cross-country. You just have to kind of be like a person who has motivation, I guess. Because yeah. like the more you do it, the more stamina you build up. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could have like qualified for any like team sports. So it's also like if you want to do a sport, it's a good one if you're not really good at more traditional types of team sports. Well, the other thing is like, you, I feel like you and our mom have a lot in common and I have a lot in common with our dad. For example, you and our mom are both really pretty good runners and you both are really fast readers and me and my dad are both pretty good walkers <laughs> and like in terms of like we can't run very f fast or long and we both are extremely slow readers yeah 
Well, I got into yeah. I mean, I ran a, four marathons as an adult, but I wasn't running marathons. Oh yeah, let's not, <laughs> let's not slide past that. Four marathons as an adult. Yes, I think I've seen you run the Philadelphia Marathon at least twice or once. Probably once. Probably yeah. <laughs> I only did that one once. I did <laughs> Cleveland and I did New York a couple times, but um, but cross country, I didn't take it as seriously, and I believe I got kicked off the team for like smoking or being in the bathroom and someone was smoking or some something I, smoking I, I, cigarettes i don't even re- i think so i don't really remember i mean it was so long ago but i remember i did something and kind of got kicked off the team and then i really wanted to be in the picture for the yearbook and like they wouldn't let me and i was like thought it was totally unfair because i had like yeah. trained with them all and uh looking yeah. back uh i think i was also like that was a time where i was like, transitioning into like not caring at all about sports and being just into music and guitar. Yeah. Um, so I think I was like upset and then I was like, yeah, I don't care about any of this stuff. Well, you know, it's funny because I think this is the first I'm learning that you were kicked off the team. I think as I heard it probably from you, like you just decided not to do it anymore. But I think I was at that point when you got kicked off, I was still in middle school running middle school cross country. And then, cause I don't know that we were ever on the high school team together. By the time I was in, in, I guess ninth grade, you were no longer on the cross country team. Yeah, but. I think I, I, it wasn't really that big of a deal to me. Like, I don't think it was like a very dramatic thing. I think it was like, yeah, I, I was like, okay. I mean, I don't know. Aside from the yearbook situation, I guess. Do you want to hear something really crazy about when I ran cross country, which I will likely ask to be taken off this podcast? Sure. But maybe not. My first race ever. I was running and I had to pee really badly and I was like really focusing on like, you know, not peeing my pants and it kind of slowed my time a little bit. So I remember Mr. Keller, otherwise known to us as Coach Keller, after the race, race was like, don't focus your energy on anything except running. So I took that to mean you can totally pee your pants while you're running. So I have to tell you, I think maybe every single race, because also every other team had these short shorts they would run in. And we, for some reason, had like basketball shorts. We had like these really long shorts that honestly were great for a couple of things. One was hiding your pee. So I would literally pee every in my pants every race. And I found it to be so freeing and fun. And it's so funny because there were like two or three other um, girls on the team and we would all do, like we would all do it I mean I think I probably did it the most because <laughs> <laughs> because they were actually more focused on running and actually getting like good like finishing in good times and I was like so slow but anyways I was like I gotta focus on running I can't focus so I would pee in my pants every single race <laughs> and then I remember like we there were a, I just assumed everybody knew about it Uh, but they didn't. And then I remember like talking about it, like our last race or something. And I feel like Lauren Merker and maybe a couple other people were like so freaked out. Cause I was like, yeah, I pee in my pants every single race. It's so funny. (laughs) And I rem and like, everyone was like, what the fuck? Like Vanessa, that's so crazy. (laughs) I remember one race I peed in my pants twice during the race (laughs) to the point where I was like, oh, these basketball shorts can't do everything. Like they can hold some pee, but like you can't. (laughs) Like I remember running and seeing like pee like coming out of the shorts and being like, okay, I've tested the bounds of these shorts. They can only handle so much. 
Uh, yeah, I never knew that. Um, I I mean, I've heard of like, you know, elite ultra marathoners doing that, you know, in the throes of like a serious competition. But um, but a three point one mile race. You haven't heard of that? A 5K? No, not, not that I not, not that I know of. Well, you know, I guess elite can apply to a lot of different lengths of race. Yeah, I do. I do remember. I think before you were on team, we had a cross country coach who had like a beard and long hair and we used to always go running in the woods and like all of us used to joke that like he was going to like hide up one of our bodies in the woods or something <laughs> like I think, it, I think yeah like I remember that being like kind of like a bit like I wasn't actually scared but I remember that being a thing like uh oh we're going in the woods today what's gonna happen I remember getting definitely getting lost in the woods one time we were after school we were like literally running in the woods by the school and I got completely lost and I remember Mr. Keller and Mr. Oberster and Kitty and like a few people like finding me. Like I just fully just those paths were so kind of unclear where you were supposed to run. And I fully got lost like in woods that were like somewhere between the school and our house, like truly like the safest woods. But I was pretty freaked out by it. I think I was gone for like two hours trying to figure out where I was. And I had like gone so not far at all. (laughs) Yeah, I was still like right next to the school. And I also remember I just had this memory of Sam Weiner when he was like a senior and I was in ninth grade. I remember we were coming up with what we wanted the T-shirts to say for like our team T-shirts. And, you know, we would do like speed. Uh, we would do speed days where we would run really fast and do like shorter sprints. And then we would do long, slow distance days that we would call LSD days. And so he wanted us to have a shirt that said, when we're not doing speed, we're doing LSD and the coaches wouldn't let us. Wow. That is, our guest, that is, our guest is making clever. a peace sign because she knows how cool that is. Hell yeah. <laughs> when we're not doing speed, we're doing LSD. Can you imagine a world where they would have been like, cool, let's print those. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of today's guest, Vanessa, do you want to give an intro? Yes. Our guest today is an incredibly talented comedian, actor, writer, producer. Uh, She's brought her incredible skills to shows like Saturday Night Live and Shrill, and most recently, a little show I like to call I Love That For You. Um, Please welcome our amazing and hilarious guest, Sudi Green. Hi! Hi. Hey, Sudi. What is up? Oh my God, Vanessa, I can't believe you peed your pants that much. I know. Isn't that crazy? It was like a pastime of mine. Um, here's the thing is that I think we all smelled so disgusting from sweating and running that it was sort of like, you know, I mean, it was all the ingredients to make peeing in your pants unnoticeable. The basketball shorts and the, the, you know, BO smell of everybody. (laughs) That's crazy. I wonder the cross country guys in my high school were like the hot hippie guys. Mm-hmm. Who had like long surfer hair and like smoked weed, but also like took like AP psych. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they were peeing their pants. They probably were. <laughs> <laughs> All of my crushes in high school peed their pants. <laughs> I felt like our cross country team was more kind of outcast. That's how I remember it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I, I remember it being a really nice group of people. Like it wasn't the like typical jocks, it was sort of. Mm-hmm. It was for people that kind of wanted to go off in the woods and, and you know. I would say, like, people who swam also were cross-country people. Yes, for sure. 
I did track in middle school and same. It was partially to um lose weight. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> I was Incredible. getting um a little thick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was kind of getting my little seventh grade curvy body yaddy yaddy. <laughs> I think my mom was like, let's get this girl some cardio. Um and so it literally was like, it's, this is like sad to say now, but it literally was like, okay, this will be good exercise for me. Like my mom and I like both agreed, like I needed it. So sad, so sad. And um, then I showed up and I ran for two weeks and then they immediately put me in shot put. <laughs> oh man. I was because put in shot put. I, I was, was like, you were? Yeah, in middle school, I remember, because I was such a slow runner and yeah, I think exactly. I ran... I think I did run like the mile maybe because it was like, again, slow, but I was so bad at it that they were like, what else can we find for you? It was so rough. And also my mom got mad because she was like, the whole point is that she gets the freaking cardio in. Right. And um, shot put, you're just shot standing you're there. Just standing there and then you throw a heavy ball. It was also all girls with like my body type. <laughs> it was so freaking lame. And then um, I quit because we had practiced during the um, Friends finale and I missed it. <laughs> and afterwards, I was so emotional and I was like, I'm not even running and I missed the Friends finale. This is not for me. This is like <laughs> yeah. the cost benefit analysis. <laughs> it's not. Well, I, I, first of all, I, I'm so with you. It, there's nothing more upsetting than when they take you to the shot put and they're like, do this. It's so, it feels so like, you know, you're after a after a meet or whatever, you're with your friends who just like, you know, expended all this energy running and you're like, I guess I Yeah, but I but I actually the reason I stopped doing it was because I was also I think I would run like the eight hundred meter dash and the mile because I could really because the the quick stuff I was so slow at. And there was something that felt I felt so much pressure to be running those because you're running on a track in front of people the whole time. Mm -hmm. Whereas again, with cross country, you're like off it's in anonymous. the woods. You can Nobody yeah. sees you. You can you do can whatever piss you want. Yourself. Piss yourself. <laughs> this I found track to be so high stress that by the time I got to high school, I was like, I'm not doing track anymore. I'm just going to do cross country. And I but you're right. A lot of my, my friend Kitty, my friend Lissy, they both did cross country and swimming i i do think there's a lot of overlap i felt there. like we were i was kind of looked down on a little bit i mean i remember like talking to people <laughs> who did other sports and being like well when we get in trouble in like football we have to run laps and that's like what you do your whole thing like how is that yeah you know? and right. i remember being like okay like uh cool. the know. other thing all right <laughs> yeah, great you like... love you love punitive systems then <laughs> yeah. sir king yeah <laughs> <laughs> seek out that punishment structure sir yeah i wish i had i wish i had that that line ready to go 20 years ago Wait, 25 I just, years ago i just also had a truly visceral memory that i right before i got shot put so i did my like middle school didn't really have sports and so a lot of kids would go do sports in like the catholic school system like you could just okay. sign up so i did like track with like a catholic school called holy angels and there were all these like hot little Catholic school girls that I was running with. And I uh, finally, by being sorry, funny and a little bit of a bitch, became <laughs> friends with them. 
Oh, great. And there was this one girl who had red hair and she had like white eyeliner and she would like always like run with all of her jewelry on, which I thought was so glamorous. And her name was Corey. And she was like my in because she liked that I was like funny and again, a little mean. And (laughs) (laughs) then there were all these cute boys. And one time I was like getting water or whatever. And like this guy came up to me and he was like, you're friends with Corey, right? And I was like, yeah, I actually am. And then like the (laughs) next day it was shot put time. (gasps) They did me dirty. And that's actually wrong because that's not Christian. That's not Christian. (laughs) Do unto others, you know? Also like, yeah, that's really rude. With with the shot put, you have to like spin around with it. Is that? Has to like touch your neck, and then you do like a weird little pivot from the waist, and then. Gotcha. I also wasn't good at that. It's just like what? What was? Yeah. What was? There was also discus. We didn't do that. Discus was like you threw a disc. Yeah, these are like stuff that's in the Olympics. I I was gonna say I don't know if we had discus or if I'm just remembering it from the Olympics. (laughs) I think. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't have a bobsledding team. We didn't have luge, <laughs> unfortunately. Well, also, okay, Jenna. <laughs> also, I remember being in middle school and it just being so embarrassing of like trying to figure out what your sport was. And I remember I just had a visceral memory of running down the hallways of our middle school, going over those, um, these like, these like mat hurdles. So they were like mm-hmm. supposed to be like the actual hurdles, but they were made out of, mats so like if you tripped on them or you hit your knee on them it like wouldn't hurt and I remember like I could do them okay but it was just like what the hell I have to jump over these things that's so scary when were you guys like Jonah you talked about this alluded to this earlier when were you guys like actually no to sports I think like (laughs) probably around like 15 maybe around 15 16 i feel like i got really into music and i got like a guitar i remember trying out for the basketball team and not making it and then being like well i'm just gonna play guitar anyways and then absolutely not caring yeah what about you vanessa i well i a hundred percent was like out by like basically the end of middle school except i well i tried swim team i think in eighth grade because all of my close friends were like swimmers or a lot of them were swimmers and i was like this this is a nightmare. Like, I'm not going to do this. But then, yeah, by the time I was in high school, I was like, I'm just going to do cross country. And I always would feel so much stress about doing it because like before the meets or whatever, I would be so stressed out. And then I always, just because I loved my friends who were in it so much, I just kept, and I loved the coaches. I just kept doing it. But I also was like, I'm doing this because um, I'm doing this because I want to be with my friends, but I will absolutely not because they'd all be like, you should do track too. And I honestly, a recurring dream of mine is that I'm like trying to do track. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to do track. I'm not going to do anything else. I'll do cross country because I can do it slowly and it's fun, but that's all I'm doing. And then the other times of the year, I'm going to go to the J- JCC and do Joe's step class. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was in field hockey my freshman year. <sighs> And like it was always like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. I was yes. like, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. And then I was 15 and I was doing field hockey and I was just like having this moment on the field where I was like, this is so boring. People yeah. just run. I don't care. I don't, I'm not, I don't care enough to even like 
run towards the ball. I'm not motivated to win. And I like said that to my friend afterwards. I was like, it's so boring and we just run and it's all for what? And, and people care that we win. Like it means nothing. And then she was like, I'm having fun. <laughs> and I was just like, it's, it's just not for me. It's just not for me. And it's crazy. Cause I'm such an, um, insane athlete today. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I'm such a huge athlete, and yeah, everyone and my, knows and I'm me so as that. Same. Na- naturally, naturally. That's just I can't control it. But it is so funny. I do remember saying to people, like, I love the cross country team. I just wish we didn't have to do the meets. <laughs> like, I just like the part. Like, I love being on the bus, especially after we were done with yeah. the meet. I love going to the dinners where we would carbo load the night before. And I would do that with my friends who were on the swim team. I'd be like, if you need to carbo load, even though I don't have a meat tomorrow, I'll go with you. Can like we we'd, carbo go the olive, load? we'd go to the Olive Garden and we'd get like so much pasta. Oh my God. And that, I was like, dream. this is this rules. I wish we didn't have to run tomorrow though. <laughs> like the part, the running part, I hate it. <laughs> Can we do the part of the sports that's just like the spaghetti banquet and just like the fun paper plate awards? Because that's what I'm really into it for. I really like making the signs for the seniors. That's the thing, too, is like at the end of the season, we would get these awards. Mr. Keller would like give these like long awards to everybody. And like I was like, this rules because we get to hang out, get awards, eat food. And we don't have to run. That was the part. That's why I know that I'm not an athlete. It's like I do think to your point, like there were people who were like the sports part of it is fun for me. Yeah, I it liked it. Like- I liked the competition part. I thought the you races did? were fun. Yeah, yeah. And as an adult, I found that fun. But I also... Like in the marathons, you found it fun? Is that what you mean by it as an adult? Yeah, but I would run races like... In order to qualify for the New York Marathon, you have to run like nine races. So I would do like a race every month. I thought they were fun. You did the New York Marathon? Yeah, I did. I did the New York Marathon twice when <gasps> I was in New York. Yeah. Okay, so you are an athlete. This is an elite. My brother well, is an elite Well, this was like 10 athlete. years ago, probably. So it was a while ago. Did that okay. is elite. That is elite athlete time. <laughs> now, so you, and you're trying to tell us that you ran four marathons and you never peed your pants during them? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm tell, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Interesting. Yeah, what, okay. but I did, I did actually get. because we come from the same genes. I th- okay, go ahead. I got, um, I did get in a paper plate award. As an adult, though, um, which felt <laughs> weird when I was in my 20s, I got a paper plate adult uh, for hanging up flyers for a local video store in Ithaca, New York. And they gave me this paper plate that said the Carrier Pigeon Award. And they'd like written this thing. And I had to get it from this video store called College Town Video. Um, and me and my roommate, Bruce, ended up using it as like a plate because we <laughs> didn't have any clean dishes. And I remember him being like, we should use your award. And I was like, yeah, why not? And then did you throw it out? Yeah, eventually we threw it out. But uh, the Carrier Pigeon Award was came in in a pin. But it did feel weird as an adult getting did like a paper plate. Did you work for the video store? I had. Sorry, I know this is a bit of a non sequitur. You're a volunteer. I, 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 I worked, <laughs> but they would put on like comedy shows and events, and I would hang up flyers for them on the bulletin Ooh. boards throughout my school. And I remember one time. They had this event that seemed like vaguely anti-Semitic, like it was like a weird kind of event. And I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to call the organizer and ask. So I called the person putting it on and like talked to him. And then I got this call from the video store owner being like, like I had called Steven Spielberg or someone like, how (laughs) dare you call this person? And I was like, "Okay, this guy's like putting on like a local 
like event at like a small town college. But I remember, and I remember like saying that at the time, being like just totally being. But I remember them acting like it was like so what out of line. What was the and event? I think, like a like a blue eyed beauty pageant? Like it was like a comedy show, but it just sounded kind of weird. And I was like, before I start like <laughs> like littering my campus with these flyers, I kind of want to have a better understanding of like what I'm promoting. It's a comedy show, and then at the end, somebody's <laughs> gonna come out there and talk about jeans and kind of which <laughs> ones are better, <laughs> which ones yeah. are maybe that's yeah. good. Yeah, it was something And we talk about how to make sure your baby is blue eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But wait, Jonah, to back up. So you did not work at the at the video store. You just volunteered for them. No, I worked for them. I got paid to do these flyers, but it wasn't like a lot of money. Um, And then I had another friend who worked. I don't know if you remember my roommate Jay worked there and they had um, they they would rent up PlayStations there. And I remember like kept kept trying to come up with these elaborate plans how we could like I could rent a playstation with a fake id and then we could keep it or something <laughs> and jay was not on board for this we did not we never did that oh those were your okay okay yeah. so yeah but is... i worked there but it was like very part-time it was like a couple hours a week okay well on that note we're gonna take a quick <laughs> commercial break and we'll be right back with cd green Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. back (laughs) Sudi today you have brought in such a beautiful topic for us to talk about you wanted to talk about burning CDs and um, the big book of CDs in your car growing up and wow 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 where where to even start now why did why did you want to talk about this topic what does this mean to you well because I was just thinking about I was I was trying to think about like high school specifically because I actually like don't really identify with my early childhood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was just thinking about like how hard it was to get music, like how um my sister is 4 years 5 grades older than me. Okay. And when I was in high school, she had just started college. And she was cool. She was like an indie girl, very cool chick. She had like a nose ring. She dyed her hair with henna. She wore like kind of a cool like Indian print, sorry, print dress to prom one year. You know, she was different. Okay. Okay. And um, she went to Smith. And when she came back from Smith, so I guess I was maybe in eighth grade and she was a freshman in college. And she showed me on my parents' home computer, how to download from LimeWire okay. onto a blank CD. And okay. like, almost definitely give the home computer a virus. Right, um, of course. <laughs> yes. And it was like, and then she would like burn me these mixes and burn me all these different CDs. And it was like Joanna Newsom and, you know, Peach Plum Player, Pear, Player, Peach Plum Pear. Um, like Basement Jacks, like, uh, <laughs> I remember that was Air, you know, the Phoenix, um, like just all, and, and every time she came home, it was like, she was fully my music intro to all these different bands of the time. And I even like, remember like, those blank CDs and her handwriting on the CDs, like the yeah. skinny Sharpie. And my sister has great handwriting and like, just like this beautiful way, like that we connected and she like introduced me to all. Of, and now my music taste sucks. Like now I only listen to Ariana Grande, but like for some reason, <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, I was like, have you heard the first Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's album? Like, <laughs> this was incredible. <laughs> you know, it's so, that's so interesting. That's so nice. I, I it's so funny because I feel like I was so influenced by Jonah with music, but because Jonah's 
taste was so extreme, like he was so into punk stuff that I actually like became so into like female vocalists. Like I was listening to kind of the opposite of what he liked, except I feel like I kept it in, t- in a certain zone. Like I was really into Sarah McLaughlin and Tori Amos and stuff, but I wasn't listening to like, you know, I wasn't openly listening to like Mariah Carey and stuff in front of you. Like I was trying to keep it kind of cool, but yeah. Yeah. You had like a CD kind of boombox thing, right? Didn't yeah. You? I had, I had like a five CD, ch- five or six CD changer, which I do remember would break all the time. And I remember that I was between getting that and getting like a Sony three disc changer. And you were like, definitely get the Sony one. It's much better quality. And you don't need to have five or six CDs in your CD changer at once. And I was like, I'm definitely going to get the five or six CD changer. That's by an off brand that um, that I can put more <laughs> CDs in it. And I don't even think I had five or six CDs. For, <laughs> yeah. But I got that five or six CD changer and I got Tori Amos's album Under the Pink. And that's kind of how I started with CDs. Yeah, the CD changers were a big deal. Like, I feel like people would have them in their cars, like in the trunk. Mm-hmm. You'd have to go in the trunk and put them in. And then I, at one point, got like a hundred CD changer very briefly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? in high school how old yeah were you? i don't remember i remember having it in you my room you couldn't have been that old because yeah no it's like a teenager work? you basically like you loaded <laughs> them in like vertically like it was sort oh, of yeah, and then this those. thing rotated but mm-hmm. it was so hard it was like you didn't really you had to like, I don't know how you could tell which CD was which. You kind of, mm-hmm. so it was like really confusing. Because like the internet didn't really exist. Yeah. So you, they couldn't like, f- yeah. You kind of had to remember or write it down. I only had it for like a couple days. I think I sort of was like, yeah, this is just like way too confusing. I don't know how I got it, where I got the money for it. I mean, I must have bought it with my, I was working at Kids R Us at the time. Yeah. You got that so, Kids R Us money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the must have been. The flex of the changer. <laughs> I think I missed that. I think yeah. I missed that. Like. We had like a six, our like family CD player in the living room, which we like only ever played like <laughs> Nat King Cole's Christmas album and like the one Nora Jones CD when my parents yes. had a party. I think all parents <laughs> played Nora Jones when they yeah. had a party. <laughs> it was like Nora Jones. We like it too. Like <laughs> uh-huh. she's young, but she's good for us. Yeah, but she's Ravi Shankar's daughter. You know? Did you know that? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> I think I forgot that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a six CD, but I had like a little blue, like a baby blue Panasonic boombox in my, that I think like everybody had, honestly, like all my yeah, friends had it I've seen in it. my, in my, in my room. And, um, uh, also like I, again, this is like, I think that I was kind of hiding this duality. Cause like you, Vanessa, like I wanted to listen to, because I had an older sister, like I wanted to listen to Britney Spears. I wanted to listen to Christina Aguilera, but she was so like, that's not cool. And yeah. You gotta listen to like Beck. Yeah. <laughs> you can only listen to Beck. And I'm like, well, I'm seven. So I don't really care about like, you know, sea change, but sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so like my like CD collection was like, pretty trying to be cool stuff that I actually genuinely like liked. Like I feel like I, once I discovered like white stripes, maybe I was in like sixth grade or something. That was like, that was it. You know what I mean? But then like, there was also like the Moulin Rouge soundtrack, which I was definitely playing way more (laughs) than other things. 
Sound of Music soundtrack, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the Rugrats movie soundtrack, a lot of movie soundtracks, and a lot of <laughs> a lot of like musical soundtracks uh, next to like you know the first Mira album. Oh, like you know? I mean, come on, yeah. So she contained multitudes, but like when I had that like CD book in my car. And like friends would be in the back seat or whatever, and looking through. There was no Moulin Rouge in that. that right, had to exactly. Be you kind of had to hide that, yeah. Or 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 be known as someone who, yeah. I was the same. Like I would pick from Jonah's bands that I could actually listen to that I found palatable. Like that's why I was into Jimmy Eat World, and I was into. Um, I was always into Bad Religion, and remember, Jonah, you got me a shirt at their concert once. Um, and yeah, I think Rancid, there were like a few bands that Damn. I could like kind of get behind, but, but, and I would try so you're and peeing yourself, like listen to Rancid, <laughs> piss in my pants. Well, unfortunately we weren't allowed to listen to music during cross country races, but it's funny. Like if I would go running on my own, like if I was like training or something, there was no peeing in my pants. It was truly only um, it was, it was truly only during the race. And by the way, I, I, we've now spoken about it enough that there's no way we're taking it out. <laughs> Sudi, I looked up. The, I was just so curious about what was on the Rugrats soundtrack. Um, yeah, it was and good. I will say there's actually some pretty credible stuff on here, like Lenny Lisa Kravitz, Loeb. Lisa Loeb, Lenny Kravitz with Iggy Pop together, Devo, um, Maya, no like doubt, an early Maya track, no doubt. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like soundtracks, especially. Yeah, we're such a big thing, like you know, like the Batman soundtrack, or like the single soundtrack, or like um, Judgment Night, or all these soundtracks were. So Empire cool. Records, Baz Luhrmann's oh. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah, those were yeah, big. But yeah, yeah. Well, I I have like a pretty fun surprise, you guys. I found my um my <gasps> book. Yeah. Okay, amazing. and I just want to go through some of the highlights here. Vanessa's holding up her CD booklet. Okay. These look like a lot of official CDs not burned. Oh, no, that one's burned. Yeah, a lot of them are... No, no, no. This one, I just it just says Vanessa Bayer oh, You just wrote your name on the CD. <laughs> on the case. <laughs> okay. Oh, something fell out. Jimmy starts with Jimmy Eid World. Bleed American. So I must have gotten that a little later. Mazzy Star, such a night that I might see. I'm not going to read through all of these. Um, Madonna Immaculate Collection. I have Incredible. Incredible. I have, right? Immaculate Collection, I will still go to today. And Madonna yes. is one of those things where, like, I don't know that I know all of the words. Exactly. And then, and then when you hear the song, like, well, you I know, know it all. all. I went to a Madonna concert a few years ago, and I was like, I know every song, except for the new songs. But um, <laughs> but every song, that, <laughs> every song that would have been on the Immaculate Collection CD, I knew. I have an Alanis Morissette CD because I don't know if... I was never like, I mean, I love Alanis Morissette now, but I was never like a huge Alanis Morissette person. But our mom, like every year for like Hanukkah or whatever, she always just assumed that I was because I like so many female vocalists. So this Alanis Morissette CD, um, Jagged Little Pill Acoustic is definitely from our mom. Um, That's sweet that your mom was like, thinking about that. She was yeah, like, this is for my it's little very sweet, right? indie girl. Yeah. 
Yeah. T- did you say Tenacious D? Tenacious D. Yeah, that was huge. That was huge. Oh, yeah. Jonah got me into that. Now, this says for my little sister with love, but I know it was from my oh. sorority sister when oh. I was in it for one year because <laughs> it's from 2001. <laughs> and I immediately dropped out of that sorority. Okay. Was it Jewel- because of the CD? Uh, probably. No, it was because I hated it. Um, Jewel, <laughs> Pieces of You. 100%. Now, here's a, here's a burn CD, The Raging Dance Party featuring Spoon, Clem Snide. Oh, I think this is from this guy Joran from my improv team. Yeah, I think Spoon this and is, Clem Snide does not sound like a raging dance party to me. Yeah, The Shins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This Decemberus doesn't sound like a raging dance party. Oh, my God. Maybe uh, saying it ironically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Madonna, something to remember. Another Jewel CD. Oh, this is the other thing is that Jonah used to send me these like, what would you call them? Like, this is what this is. These like single CDs that would get sent to you when you were working at AP oh, Magazine. I would get promo CDs because I worked at like a music magazine. Yeah. So if it was something Vanessa would be into, her, I'd send it to her. Yeah, I guess. Singles? They were like the full album, but it was like I would get it really early. Oh, it was like a screener, but for yeah, CDs. Exactly. Wow, industry. Yeah. Oh my God, music label, <laughs> the world of spin, and you know, music journalism. Exactly. Yeah. Now wow. this is actually a DVD, Bloomers of the Caribbean, from my all-female sketch comedy and musical parody group, Bloomers. Uh-huh. Um, this is another Jonah. This is another Jonah. I won't. I won't stay here for too long, you guys. But this is another Jonah. Vagrant Records, Heroes and Villains sampler. I can guarantee you I never listened to that. That's a classic. That's a classic. That's a punk classic compilation. Yeah, maybe I gave you this stuff later or something. I must have had it lying around. Um, Well, you used to send me stuff if you had like the, oh, this is Jonah's band, The Love Kill. Oh, yeah, that's our EP. That's, yeah, not a lot of those. Well, probably worth at least 50 cents. Still got it in this this book. Um, Ultimate 80s mix from my friend Kitty. Nice. Oh, look. <laughs> Songs inspired by Philippe Lavertu, who we used to always make fun of for being so 80s. <laughs> I like Who's Philippe. That? I like Philippe. Yeah. Well, Who's Philippe? He was He's this a guy, guy who went Jonah's to high school. He was a friend of mine. Oh, we used to play so guitar together. Yeah. Cool. I, <laughs> he, he, we always found his style to be dated. <laughs> I thought it was like somebody I should know. First CD. No, probably not unless you went to our high school. There's no. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't you, think I went to your high school. Yeah, I don't think you, so. Yeah. You, Oh, this is one that I think our parents got for me for Hanukkah one year because I specifically requested it. Monster Ballads. This is one you had to buy off the TV. Oh, yeah. That was a big thing, too. Those commercials. And then you'd have to pay like $40 for a compilation CD. Um, This is this was a cool. Okay. Wait, Sudi, what were you going to say? Let's. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. (laughs) I think you're getting a little too into this. I know. know. We have a guest. I'm not sure if you remember that. I'm going to put it away for a second. Yeah, maybe put it away. Come back to it. What was I going to say? God. Monster ballads oh. uh, compilations. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember like remember when it was like now you could order <laughs> yes. the now and yes. then and then they got up to like now twenty and I was like when are they going to stop? Yeah, how many nows are there going to be? And it's like well it was just the music of today, but that was one of my early observational yes. comedy pieces. Uh, hello, <laughs> <laughs> that is really good. And you know I feel really like good. we. They don't do it as much anymore, but I definitely remember doing parodies on SNL of like those compilation albums that they would sell only on TV. Well, there's so many things on SNL that are like, (gasps) these aren't on TV anymore. 
Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But we are still doing yeah, these Yeah, but we're still doing them because people get it and it's like, still funny. Infomercials. I mean, like, there every commercial on TV now is like a short film about yes, an old person. Totally. Totally. You know, so now, like. Yeah. I, I was just going to, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just going to say that our producer, Olivia, just said we're up to now 110. Is that right? 110 minutes? Meaning it's number 110. Now that's music 110. Now that's music 110. As oh. in 110 different versions have come out. Volume oh. 110. I thought that she meant we had been talking for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, I got to wrap it up. what if she was like we're now at 110 (laughs) who's buying the now album i kind of curious what's on now 110 olivia could we get a quick rundown of of track list of well i guess there's there's spinoffs there's now that's what i call christmas now right and i wonder if those count towards the volume number they might not there might be christmas one two three you know what i mean Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits. Okay, that's yeah, on now. That's, that's on one ten. That's now. That's <laughs> John and Dua Lipa, Cold Heart. It's called um, Spotify Teen Beats. Okay, that's <laughs> what I do. I turn. I go to Spotify. I want to say what what's happening right now. I turn on Teen Beats. That's okay? so smart. Because the thing is, I feel like I don't know any current music except. I'll do Teen Beats. I'll do Teen Party. I'll do, um, yeah. um, yeah. sometimes if I'm feeling a little, uh, moody, uh, drinking a glass of wine, making a little pasta for myself, I'll <sighs> turn on a sad girl starter pack. I love okay? that. That was a recent one for me. I, Phoebe I'm, Bridgers. I'm going to write that and down. And the like. I'm going to write that down. There's nothing I like more than a woman singing a depressing song. It's all, it's all I want. But that's like, you know, that was like, we're not, we're not in the time of playlists. Although I have had. I have had some playlists, like I would say in the last five years, but I think that they were, you know, mostly like romantic gestures and then they kind of just feel like homework a little bit. Yeah. You know, I do sort of like, unfortunately, my music taste has devolved and I only want to listen to computer sounds. Like I want, give me pop princess computer all the time. Well, I actually think that that's really cool of you because I have done the opposite thing of like, I have started listening so much to like 90s music and 2000s music in a way that is like, why don't I just adjust with the times and not be so stuck oh, in my you know ways? What's a good Spotify playlist is Lilith Fair. That'll take you. I don't know if you know this, and we've talked about it on here before, but Lilith Fair is the first concert I ever went to. Jonah won the tickets on the radio. You did? Did Jonah take you to a lot of concerts? You know what's interesting? He hasn't taken, he didn't, he hasn't taken me to a lot of concerts that were like, this is the, this band is currently playing their new album. He's taken me to a lot of concerts that were either Lilith Fair, which he won on the radio again. And he had his first cappuccino at Lilith Fair from a cappuccino machine. Um, I obviously I'd had many a cappuccino, but um, at that time. But anyways, and then he's taken me to a lot of like Guns N' Roses or Poison. We saw Poison. I won those on the radio, too. Were were those like your first concerts or no? No, Meaning like Guns N' Roses or Poison, like uh, 
reunion kind of shows Ooh. where it's like, uh, I guess Poison was actually mostly the whole band, but it was like Skid Row didn't have Sebastian Bach, was playing with them. Um, I think um, Montley Crew was playing, but it was just Vince Neil and nobody else. Um, and then we went and saw Guns N' Roses and it was mostly, although Guns N' Roses actually might have been playing new stuff that might have actually been not just a reunion <laughs> jonah am i it was, yeah that stuff? was we saw them during their kind of kind of a weird period for the band yeah <laughs> whereas like axel rose and like a bunch of other guys whereas now like slash is back in the band and duff and you have more of like the classic lineup he slashes back yeah he's been back in the band for like the last three years three or four years okay hey, where never knew slash went away yeah never <laughs> knew slash went anywhere yeah, so. yeah, he was kind of doing the snake pit. He was doing his own thing. It's interesting because I just read Slash's reread Slash's memoir recently. Ooh, reread, reread. Yeah, I read it when it came out, and when did about it come out? Ago, probably about okay. ten years ago or so. And I reread it, and it was like interesting because a lot of it was like, "Stop asking me about Guns N' Roses. I'm never going to be back in the band. I'm doing Velvet oh, Revolver wow. now. Velvet Revolver. We just put out this amazing record, and then yeah, and then you know, uh, he's back in the band." Well, Scott Weiland, who was a singer for Velvet Revolver, passed away. Yeah, and that's so, so sad. That, and from then, our hometown, right? Isn't he from? He's from near Sugar and Falls, yeah. And yeah. then, uh, and now he's back in the band. So it's like, you know, who's Slash who's is back. This? Yeah. Slash is you know, back, I yeah. wonder if Slash is calling his book publisher going, hey, could you take out chapter three, the part where I talk about never own guns and roses? Probably, yeah. This has been an emotional roller coaster with me and Slash. Oh, yeah. my God. Because I didn't know any of this. Yeah. Ugh. You should How read do you the book. Feel you should no. read the book. No, never will. <laughs> Don't really. Kind of, kind of getting him mixed up with Keith Richards in my head right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, this comes up on the, um, on the podcast all the time. I read so many music memoirs, and I'm actually reading one now for the drummer Semisonic. Um, Whoa, closing specific. time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Jonah, it's I didn't a, know you were a semi-sonic I'm not, fan. but I would just read any music industry, especially from the 90s book. I find I find them to be so entertaining to like look back on that, like the era of CDs and all this stuff. And he's talking so much yeah. about radio play and like CD sales and all this stuff that is like not a, really it's a so thing anymore. It's so crazy. It's just completely changed. It's just yeah. completely changed. Like I remember when like Spin stopped. Like, yeah. remember Virgin Records? Like no more. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. more. That whole culture, like of like CD stores. I mean, like now I guess people are into vinyl, but like that was, yeah. Just yeah. And, and video stores, God, you know, things change. And the kind of, that's what the podcast is about. I'm assuming. That's exactly totally. right. And cool. they evolve. They really brought a full circle and they evolve. And, um, I actually have a piece in spin right <gasps> now. Uh, spin online, spin online. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Dan, my editor for, for running it. And it's an interview with Jason Isbell. Um, who's a really great songwriter. What would you say of all of the rock memoirs you've read would you recommend as like your number one? I know I don't mean to put you on the spot. I've so, well, I, I, some of them are really bad. Like some of them are very poorly written. And I know you're also a person who will read stuff that you think is bad because you think it's funny. Yes. Yeah. So I've read like a lot of like, 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 like you've watched entire series of TV shows too yes, that you thought yeah. were bad just because you wanted to make fun like, of like Joey okay. Kramer, the drummer for Aerosmith is memoir, like okay. not the best. Okay. I think uh, actually Lord Jane Grace, 
Grace's book, um, oh, her memoir can- Tranny that you wrote with uh, with Dan Ozzy. That is that yes. is a really good one. That's yeah. a very well written and um, super interesting one. So I, I would recommend that one. But um, from like the older school ones, I think like I think that Keith Richards one, Life one, is pretty legendary. <laughs> the Slash one is cool. Duff yeah. is a cool one. I mean, there. Yeah, I don't know. We love Duff. We love from Duff. GNR Guns That's and Roses. Right. I definitely know who all these people are. Yeah. And definitely <laughs> going to pick up the books to we, find out more. Sudi's yeah. going to read all these books by the next time she's on the pod. Books and talk also, about- I didn't mean to imply that Spin was done. I meant the physical. No, oh no, physical no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is done. I, it, it, yeah. The magazine is gone. The online presence still lives on. I didn't know that. A lot of magazines have moved from print to online. Yeah. So, yeah. so no so one. So it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. No, honestly, no. Sudi, I'm glad you said that because then we got to learn it is online. Which, no, I definitely knew that. And I definitely yeah. knew all the guys Same. that he We're just testing said. the audience. Did you guys get it And or the not? girls. And the girls. Yeah, and the girls. <laughs> After this break, we'll be back with Sudi Green. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And we're back. Now, before we play a quick game, Sudi, I would like to talk about the moment when you and Jonah first met, which some might think was on this podcast, but they would be wrong. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is the story of how Jonah and I first met. Okay. It was an SNL after party. And I was solo dolo. I was going from the after party to the second location, which was going to be Drake's after after party that was going to be at Dave and Buster's. Yes. And we were walking out together and um, well, Vanessa, you were with Jonah and you were also with your friend who I'm a huge fan of Jenny Lewis. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of this era, I mean, this is a little bit later than this era of me talking about, but like Rilo Kylie, Jenny Lewis, I like, I'm just, it's the music of my coming of age. Truly, truly, truly. Yeah. And like the fact that I, I mean, you know, you're, I know you're tight with her. And, and so like, maybe I should be cool about it. No, I'm <laughs> no. not going to be cool about it. Like rabbit fur coat. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. The way that Jenny and I met was the most is, was me fangirling out on her when she did my brother and I's web series. And I asked her so many questions about Troop Beverly Hills in a way that like yeah. you would have thought afterwards she would have been like, I'd like to never talk to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she's cool. Stayed in touch. She's cool. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we became friends with her and then she moved to New York for like six yes. months or something. And it was this weird period where I felt like we were just like- Hung out with her Yeah, either if you're time. getting a beer or something. Yeah. This is the story. Vanessa okay. is walking out with, uh, Jonah, Jenny, and maybe some other people. I think and, Miles. I think and our you Miles. didn't have enough spots maybe in your car. And okay. I had called an Uber and I was like, oh, you know, somebody can come in my car. It's just me. And there was this moment and I don't even really think it was a moment, but like in my head, it was a moment of like Jenny Lewis and I are about to split a car together. <gasps> and <laughs> then like you kind of all like looked at each other and then it was like, Jonah, you go see. Oh. But not that Jonah. Well, you know what I am going to say, Jonah? You're a lovely guy. You didn't write rabbit fur coat, okay? <laughs> I, I totally, I get it. I totally lovely, agree. I totally lovely, agree. Lovely, lovely man. And then, so then Jonah and I are making, it was like a very short Uber ride. We're making small talk. So that was kind of emotionally where Jonah and I were as we entered, like probably the most insane party. I've ever that was been a weird to. party. I remember, yeah, I remember there were like free video games. That was really you could play free video games, but it was also like he flew in strippers from some some club that I think he owns, but I could be wrong. 
there was also sort of a DJ maybe and a dance floor and the strippers were like dancing and doing cool stuff and all the SNL dorks were like yeah we were like all playing the games we were like how many tickets do you have left I have to get more <laughs> tickets <laughs> so Sudi we're gonna play a game with you now we like to call back to the present Joan and Vanessa we've got to go back to the present so the name is a obviously hilarious take on this nostalgic back to the future franchise in this segment, we get to each say something from our childhood that we wish would come back. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that has like gone away, but it's just like if you can think of a thing that you loved when you were a child that you wish would like kind of make a comeback as so many things do, that's what this is. So Jonah and I are going to go first to give you a little bit of time to sort of think of yours. But um, Jonah, do you want to go first with yours? Yeah, I can go first. So my pick for today for uh, Back to the Present is... Uh, Gushers fruit snacks. Yes. Um, Sudi, you familiar? Oh yeah, big yeah. time, big okay. time. Great. So yeah, so I did some research. I, I think they're discontinued. You know, apparently you can. Um, there's some videos on how to make your own gushers. Okay. You can't get gushers anymore. Well, I guess you can get them. Like it's unclear. It's really unclear. I think they're harder to find. Like I don't think they're everywhere. In 2017, General Mills. Um, eliminated artificial colors and flavors from fruit by the foot gushers and fruit roll-ups. Um, so that was a big, a big change to their um, their snack line. Um, but I found a lot of videos. I think they're hard to find at least because there's a lot of videos yeah. on how how to make your own. Um, someone made some champagne mimosa gushers that look very disgusting. Um, and I also did find that gushers do have a Twitter account. Yeah, with twenty five thousand followers. And I find these, I talk about this all the time. I find these corporate Twitter accounts to be like so gross. So the Gushers, sorry, I just, just to be yeah. clear. And, and sure. for anyone who doesn't know, Gushers were like a, a fruit, a fruit snack that had like liquid in the middle of the flavor of the fruit snack. And just to be clear, this Twitter page is made by the Gushers company. It's not like a fan page. Yeah. So made by the Gushers company. And so like, they'll be like, it's a Gushers for breakfast kind of day. Or like, um, or they'll tweet with like Sour Patch Kids or like they'll make, I don't know, they have this whole thing about Red Gushers, like, like corporate America pandering to people. Yeah, it's it's like there'll be someone holding a bag of Red Gushers and the Gushers will write vibe check elite status and like a red emoji. I mean, (laughs) that's not how Gushers talk. I know, I know. I know it's they're trying gushers are tr- trying way too hard. It's like, hey, why don't you guys try getting in some stores? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? exactly. Instead of trying to look say cool. That. Say yeah. that, King. Yeah. Say that. <laughs> make, <laughs> make it easier to find you and buy you and stop making it easy to make fun of you. Yeah, exactly. So um, I know this. it really sounds like a long burn on gushers. This is supposed to be something I want to bring back. So I'm going to say that that I do have fond memories of, of eating them. When mm-hmm. I was a kid, and I, I do like that they're doing something different with the texture. Right, right. Um, so I, I, I'd like to bring them back, but bring them back like less of the marketing, more of just like the product, and let's let's yeah. keep it, keep it, you know, keep it, you know, just about the snack, not about. I get the image. that. I get that. I get that. Okay, so you want to bring Gushers back now? I'm going to give my pick. My pick is a little known TV show, actually, that was actually very popular that I really loved, and that I think really stands up. Um, and that show was Blossom. Now, I don't know if you both watched it or not, but um, Blossom is an American sitcom that aired for five seasons on NBC um, from July 1990 to May 1995. It starred Mayim Bialik, 
as Blossom and, um, and or she played an Italian American teenager. Um, it was just kind of about her coming of age. Um, her older brother, Tony, was a re- recovering alcoholic and drug addict who eventually became a paramedic. Joey, played by Joey Lawrence, was the middle, middle child, um, was a stereotypical dumb jock known for the exaggerated delivery of his catchphrase. Whoa, you know, Blossom, uh, you know, look, sh- her best friend was Six Lemure, played by Jenna Von Oy, who I think I can comfortably call one of my friends. And look, it was an incredible show. Um, and it really was funny and it had some really hard jokes in it. It was, it had some emotional moments in it. Her boyfriend, her, her, you know, dealing with her boyfriend, Vinny, who, who I remember there was like a lot of talk, is she going to have sex with Vinny? And they never really told you, they never really told the audience whether she did or not. Um, and it was just, um, it was just a really, and Vinny, the actor who played Vinny was the lead actor on Hey Dude. So like, Look, it was a great show, and I guess I wish it would come back. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Maya Bialik is, ba- is back, though. Yeah, Maya Bialik is back. She's back in a big way. She's yeah. uh, she's in, like, a commercial for, like, brains or something, like a vitamin commercial. <laughs> she was on that show. Uh, big Bang. Big Bang. And then now she has a show called Call Me Cat. She's in the second season of, of starring in another sitcom, She's doing great. And the and, Jeopardy thing, right? And she's a right. neuroscientist. She yeah. studied neuroscience when she was done with Blossom. But but um, when you say you want to bring Blossom back, do you want it like Blossom with like new teenagers or Blossom like with the original cast? Like, here's what we're doing as adults. <sighs> That's the thing, Jonah, is I want it to come back the exact same way. <laughs> the exact same way. So, so the, the same characters, but being the same age they were 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. That's tougher to pull off, <laughs> but they did that. They can do that in movies now. Maybe they could do that. Yeah, for the maybe show. they could do it. I, I just, it was a really good show, and um, I have heard like, you know, look, I, I, I haven't heard this from necessarily like a, like a, a source that I can say like this source knows, but I do feel that there have been efforts to bring it back that have not been, um, like I, I think that they've had like a, they've talked about bringing it back, and it hasn't networks haven't agreed to do it but it's like for all the stuff they bring back that they wouldn't bring that show which back that show which was truly funny and again i know that there's details like as you just pointed out like everybody's older and different now you know they might not want to do it if you recast it with younger people would it be as good you know and those are hard things to figure out and i do get that and but i still miss it and wish it could come back sudi were you a, a blossom fan at all um, I'd be a little old for you not to I be. I did watch Blossom reruns on yeah. Nick at Night. Um, but I was more of a Clarissa Explains It All girl. Oh, my God. So I like oh, her yeah. clothes. Yeah. Also a great, great show. Kind of similar-ish in format yeah. and vibe. Yeah. yeah. And both kind of um, unique young women, about unique young women that weren't, that were sort of. Who weren't afraid to wear a hat. Who weren't afraid to wear a hat, honestly. Uh, Clarissa felt a little more indie to me. Like, I thought she would wear, like, a Nirvana shirt or something. Mm -hmm. My friend and I would watch, because it was, like, all reruns at that point, but my friend, Lara Santera, and I would watch Clarissa and, like, draw fashion in our notebooks with our colored pencils. Like, we, like, try and draw, like, a Clarissa Explains It All outfit. Be like, we're designers. That's very cute. (laughs) And cool. Cool. Now, Sudi, do you mm-hmm. know, have you had time to think of what you would like to bring back? Yeah, I've had a lot of time. 
and (laughs) (laughs) I've decided that this is very random, but I would like the band's sole decision to come back. Sticking with the music theme, they had one song. And it okay. Was like, Getting down to feel all right. Think another my move tonight. Can't pretend when you hold my hand that your body tight. I like the way you make me move. You know that song? Yes, 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 yes. And the other day, I'm making a thing and I believe. Okay, so first of all, Faded. Faded. The song is called Faded. They had that one song. The main guy, extremely cute, was sort of like making me feel a certain type of way. Like, you know, like my mouth hurts. You know, right. all of a sudden, kind of looking at that young man and his little... Um, I remember the music video very clearly. It was like a lot of teal, purple, silver motifs. Um, <laughs> kind of very like new millennium. Um, there was sort of like those like blurry kind of minority report lights in the background. Like it's a subway from the future. Right, 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 right. And they were very cute. And I remember thinking like, this is a boy band, but they're kind of more band than boy uh-huh and that uh-huh. was like a big reason why i love them and i was like really invested in soul decision i was like this song slaps this is kind of the best the next best thing and, and honestly yeah they're they're sort of a boy band but i think they play instruments and they're kind of they kind of rock yeah and then we never heard of them again they did not have other singles to my knowledge i have not had time to research this but i would say that when i was thinking of this time i was like yes wow, that song was so huge for me. And like, what happened? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, would, I would say shout out to the Soul Decision Boys. I don't want to Google what they're doing today. Yeah, yeah. Um, what year what, what year do you think that song came out? I'm just going to guess that it was 2002. Two? Okay. What okay. was the song? It was Faded by Soul Decision. Faded, yeah. It looks like it came out in 99. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, that makes sense because I was like kind of like just starting to get horny. <laughs> Got it. Got well, it. You, you also didn't mention that it's spelled soul decision, one word, all lowercase except the D in decision. Well, I didn't know how to read back then. <laughs> is that S lowercase? The S is lowercase too, yeah. <laughs> okay, so just I now I, Sudi, thought you were going to say soul asylum and I was like, whoa. Don't know what that is. Okay, good. <laughs> I think that's fine. Legendary Minneapolis rock band. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are cool. Oh my God, Sudi, <laughs> I think, cool. I think we're just older. That's I think a, we're that, just older. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just have different references. But um, yes. This, you guys remember 9 9 11? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Remember yeah. it. Yes. They also had another hit, I guess. Ooh, it's kind of crazy. I don't, that was 2001. Oh, ooh, it's kind of crazy. I've been thinking, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I knew these songs because when I was in college, they were out. Or maybe I was in a senior in high school slash college, and they'd play them at Smokey Joe's on my campus. Kind of the teen beats of the time. <laughs> so, Sudi, was your your sister still making you mixes at the time you were getting into Soul Decision, or was that? Oh yeah, was that was my bring it secret. All that was my secret passion. Okay, I would yeah, say. that was kind of the stuff I was not sort of um, feeling allowed to bring forward. Got it. Maybe that's why today I only listen to like Dua Lipa. Right, you feel empowered to do it, and who cares? I don't care if people judge me. That's also Dua Lipa is. Nobody can Great. judge me because that's genuinely yes. incredible music. Yes. But, An incredible yeah, I am, performer. I'm, I'm a incredible full music. pop princess now. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you for gracing us with your pop princess slash cool emo 
cool vibe today <laughs> on the podcast. Thanks. I'm an emo pop princess. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this was really fun. Thank you so much, Sudi. Now, Sudi, where can people find this hot pop princess in the world? You can find me at Sudi Green on all socials, and I have nothing else to promote except myself. And guess what? That is more than more than enough. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, thank you so much, Sudi, for coming by. If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to it. You can leave us a review, a nice review. If you're going to leave us a mean review, don't even bother. Yeah, because, yeah, guess what? We won't read them. Guess what? Actually, we did read them. We talked about it. We thought the, the, we don't even care is the truth. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another uh, another podcast where we talk about another touchstone from our childhood, such as burn CDs. Woo! There you go, now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs, no way this guy's got a mistress, corruption, I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.